Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It's October 15th at 9 p.m., and it's time to talk about cheese. No, it's not. Tonight, we're going to be talking about assorted no, cheese. Turn off his mic. <laughs> turn off his mic. <laughs> no, tonight, we're, we've, got a, we've, got, we've actually got quite a bit to talk about tonight. Um, but what I want to do first, for everybody who is listening to this on uh, iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and all other sorts of stuff... Let's address who is on the podcast tonight. So, of course, it's me. We also have a producer, Derek. What's up? Hello. I have got my gigantic glass of strawberry wine. I am ready for a rough night. Mm, stra- strawberry wine. Strawberry that is, wine. Uh, does that pair well with chocolate? Like a it, nice dark chocolate? It pairs well with, with sadness, John. <laughs> There's a lot of sadness going around. I've got plenty I can give you if you're, uh, if you're running low. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I got a fresh supply. And uh, Brittany's here. Brittany, good evening. What are you I'm drinking? Here, uh, wine. What can, not but, as but, big and delicious. It's Cabernet. Oh, so I like it. Is 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 it? Is there like a peppery? Uh, are there like? Is it like a peppery taste to it? Is it a? Is it a dry red? Like. You know, I have to say, I don't drink wine for the flavor. <laughs> I do it to also cure my sadness. So it's got that nice little little speck of happiness for me. I am I am actually drinking a uh, a Kentucky breakfast out, um, which is uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Derek knows what I'm talking about. Like this this shit, twelve percent alcohol. It's been aged in. It's a stout. Yeah. It's a chocolate oatmeal stout. It's, it's been aged in a you're in drinking a bread. Barrel. Yeah. It's it's fucking incredible. It's gonna sit my br- in like in my stomach like a brick in about thirty minutes. You're drinking sourdough. Uh, that sounds delightful. Oh, it's fucking great, dude. I love it. But you know, whatever. I'm weird. Jeff, what's up, buddy? Jeff is here. He's Jeff muted. is muted. <laughs> Motherfucker! All right, Classic <laughs> Jeff. Just, just get me. Just get me. I got I got nothing to say. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Finn. What's up? Hey, what's up? I, I'm doing well. I am joined by my best friends, Hal Jordan and Where Garuman. So <laughs> I know who one of those I know who one of those are. Uh but or who one oh, of those is, know, but it's Where Garuman, right? This it is, has uh, to be. It better be Where Garuman. You damn right. It's yet, yes. <laughs> That's exactly I the mean, character I that I am familiar Garuman. with. Look, John, it's okay. You weren't as cool as us as kids, and you didn't watch Digimon. John time. John would have been out of the age range actually, of Digimon actually, at the time it was on yeah. the air. For John's I think so. Uh, uh, John, he absolutely I'm trying was. to think what would uh, be your equivalent to that. Uh, Astro Boy aired in the 60s, so <laughs> Astro Boy. I was going to say, like, the Yogi Bear stuff. Finn, so so here's the thing about Finn. You're not that much fucking younger than me, Finn. That's the best part of all this. You're, what, 36? <laughs> You're 36 years old, Finn. You're not that That's much a younger than me. child, you old man. I'm just saying, dude. You're not that much younger, fucking asshole. And uh, and Justin, who is not a fucking asshole, is also here. Hi, Justin. I know Justin will respect me. Hello. Justin, don't respect him. It'll be funnier. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, Justin, are you doing okay, bud? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I'm, happy I'm just drinking water. I just got that I, water. I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. I never know what to do. And everyone's like, "Oh, here's all the facts about the drink I'm drinking." I'm like, "I got water. It went through Brita filter." Well, you know what? You, know what? <laughs> you should get some get some artisan water next time, and you could talk about the electrolytes no. that were added for taste. And uh, I don't. The I don't want to pay for water, John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's in my own home. <laughs> so. 
So like so like I said, we do have a lot to talk about then. It's been a rough week for me. And so I was I am very much looking forward to my little uh therapeutic uh gaming session with all my all my best friends here. Um and just uh just 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 a word uh to everyone before we start. Um I had a I had a really bad uh severe uh panic attack on my way to work the other day. Um and it, I had to go home. It was six thirty in the morning. I had to turn my car around and drive home. I was in tears. I was basically incapacitated for the entire day. And not only did everybody on this podcast reach out to me and check on me to see how I was doing, but a, a huge swath of our community did uh, as well. I got a lot of messages from members of our community asking me how I was doing, um, checking on me. Not just, uh, not just, you know not just once or twice, but throughout the day, keeping my spirits up and sending me text messages for people who have my phone number. And I just want to say that um, I really, uh, that meant more to me than you can possibly imagine. Um, and it, it's, you know, I, I say that there are, there are three things that, that kind of keep me going in 2020. It's one is my wife, one is my son, and the rest is you. Um, and, uh, you know, every all my friends here, uh, my family and the podcast here and everybody who watches and listens to us and is present in our discord. Uh, those you three are the reason that I am, I am even shuffling my way in a zombie like state through, through 2020. Um, and, and so thank you so much for checking on me and caring about me. It means more to me than I could possibly describe. We love you, big boy. And I, just, I just wanted to say that. Um, so we do have a lot to talk about tonight, uh, and we're going to start as we not always, but often do about what we've been playing. And if you guys don't mind, so I have two things I want to talk about. So can I have a quick word at the beginning and then another quick word at the end? Sure. Is that okay with you? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think we got. I think we got plenty of time okay. for what we've been playing tonight. Mm -hmm. So cool. All right. So. I wanted to open with uh, patch 5.3 uh, for Final Fantasy XIV. Um, uh, of course, this is the continuation of the uh, of the Resistance weapon storyline. Um, there are updates for the Sky Steel tools. Uh, there's a whole basically it's the brand new uh, Eureka. It's called the Bozjan Southern Front. Uh, heavy, heavy. Like if you like Final Fantasy XII, then you you are going to be all over the 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 Bozjan Southern Front because. Most of the a ton of the enemies and bosses are taken straight out of Evilise. All the music is from Final Fantasy XII. Uh, like, like for like, uh, Britt, have you been into uh, into the Southern Front yet? I haven't done shit with fourteen in a hot minute. Okay, so the minute you go to the front and there's boss fights all over the place, it plays the um, it plays the boss theme from when you fight Vayne Novus at the oh. end of Final Fantasy XII. Um, and uh, it, I mean, it is it is spectacular. It's a seventy two person instance. I actually cleared the um, uh, at the end of it. When you hit rank ten, you are eligible to enter um, a dungeon called uh, uh, Castrum Lictus. And I, I entered Castrum the other night, cleared it my first try. Of uh, extremely fun, um, requires a full group on Discord coordinating. Like this is not one of those things that you can just run in there. You, you know, like it, it, it's not the roulette finder where you can just run in there and and blaze through it. Uh, you you need a coordinated team for this. But it, it, I'm having so much fun with it. Um, I got a new minion that is just like a little robot cat that follows me around, and that's great. And I, this was, I'm working towards grinding for my uh, my updated uh, machinist weapon. And so far, um, so far, five point three is everything that I was hoping it would be. Um, 
uh, yeah, I am. Uh, uh, so I am on Ultra Server. We do have a link shell for SDGC that we need to be using more often. Brittany said that up. Brittany, what? You're on Hyperion, right? I am on Hyperion. Okay. All right. We also we have, have a, a we have we have a company that uh, Blaine keeps trying to get off the ground, and we've been sitting at like two out of three votes for like a year because <laughs> it's just well, me and Blaine. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually I'm I'm actually in the Era uh, company simply because they happen to be on the Ultra Server. Well, I mean, I mean, eh, I mean, I mean, Brandon, Brandon invited me in and, um, and honestly, like, you know, it's a, it's a group of like, you know, if I need to do like a coordinated raid, then I've got a pool of people to pick from. That's so, cool. That's cool. I mean, half those people aren't even on the forums to be honest with you. So, uh, but mostly I just use it to, to keep in touch with Brandon and play with Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So I, and I, I will talk about the other game I wanted to discuss after you all go, who wants to go next? uh i've got got a few things okay go ahead jeff yeah jeff please um so yeah not been a great week for me um i've been playing a a a game for review which i I don't want to talk about too much before i do my review but i've been playing falcon age on the switch and um yeah i'm not not gonna have nice things to say about it i i'm trying to be kind because um i met the devs at pax they're very nice and i'm sure they're very passionate and they work very hard in this game and i it's a hard thing to evaluate on the Switch because I feel like it probably was a lot better in VR, which is what it was designed for. And I think it's just a case of you can't just take a VR game and then make it not VR. Um, it's just the controls are really cumbersome. The game's very obtuse. And without that sense of immersion and stuff, it just feels very flat um, and stale. But like I said, I don't want to get into it too much. I'll I'll be dropping a review and probably in after hours um, at some point. So, you know, that hasn't been great. And then I was like, Hey, Avengers dropped a new patch. Um, they added DLSS support on on PC, and you know we've been we've been at this a while. We've had a few patches. You know, surely things are good by now. So I decided to hop back into that, and yeah, it it runs great for 45 minutes, and then I got a crash to desktop and lost the last 30 minutes of my mission that I was playing. So I uninstalled wow. that again. Um, the beauty probably, of PC gaming. It just <laughs> probably works. done with that game. Except. It's um, it's it's a it's a good game, and I'm I'm just trying to get through the campaign. I haven't even got Thor, Captain America yet. But uh, wait, Captain America? Comes oh, back? No. oh, spoilers! Spoilers! spoilers. Oh, oh shit! Book shit! People don't die. Um, <laughs> everybody so... knows that death in comics is permanent and irreversible. Yeah. So that's uh... especially when it happens in the first twenty minutes of the game to the character that's front and center on the box art. Especially when you're like, especially like, I love the fact that they're like, "Oh shit, Captain America dies." By the way, did you pre-order your fucking uh, your fucking Verizon wireless uh, Captain America skin? Uh, not like, I mean, you're not gonna need it or anything. I, I mean, I swear, but but you know, eh, guys, come on, come on, like, you know, Jeff, honestly, man, like. Do you see yourself? I mean, do you see yourself sticking with this in the long term? Like, it just doesn't sound like it's it's really catching your interest. I love the game. I love it. Then, like, I'm but, so but, into so, it. What's the but, problem then? Like, I it crashes. <laughs> like, that's the get, problem. Get, get it on console, man. <laughs> like, I I mean, I dropped. It, games are a hundred bucks here now, man. I'm yeah, not gonna. True. I'm yeah, not gonna dish true. out yeah. for another copy. And you know, I I got this expensive computer, and it's great. And you know, we make jokes about PC gaming, but the fact is that, you know, these games shouldn't release in this state. So I, I remember when Batman Arkham City came out and it was virtually unplayable on PC. 
Um, Arkham Knight, yeah. It's uh, yeah. So other than that, uh, I tried to get back to FF13, which I mentioned I was starting. I think I'm done with that game too. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> a good game. It's not it's good. A very yeah. good game. No, it's not you know good. what? I, it's I was, a... I was enjoying it. Um, but it's like, and I love cutscenes and story in games. Like everyone knows, like I'm all, all for that. But I, I, it's like, I take five steps and fight a battle, and then there's like a cutscene, and it's just like, repeat and repeat, and I like can't really get into a good rhythm with it. And then I kind of took a break from it, and I'm like, maybe this game isn't as good as I as I thought it was. So, who knows? I'm basically. What's that? I didn't hear what game are you talking about? Uh, Final Fantasy 13. Love that game. You don't like stopping every 30 minutes to go to your menu and read what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that on? too. Uh, that was getting on me. This, yeah. It's not that convoluted. Come on. that. Come on. I, I, we're, we're not going to get that. Much they, they do eventually explain things to you, but it's two hours after you needed to know it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna defend every aspect of it, but I, I, I think it's a great. It's got the best battle system in the entire series. When, like, we I just mean, need to fucking do a Final Fantasy show. When are we doing? <laughs> I'll do one done right many. now. It doesn't it does stop. It, no, it, Didn't you guys so go through every we single one and the mainline games, and we did yeah, episodes on every one fine. of the mainline games, and we still oh keep God. doing this. Oh my no, God! Because, and, uh, and, and here's Final the thing: Six remains the greatest. It is the greatest, and we're going to do it again, I promise. No. I promise. I no. I'm not strong <laughs> enough. Me and, Brittany and, me and Brittany and Finn can do it. You don't have to participate at all. I'm not editing this. <laughs> I'll edit it. That's fine. I'll edit it. No, Finn, what do you won't edit it at all. Guys, we still have like four more raw. people yeah, to go Come through. on. Who's next? Who's next? Raw. Raw. I can go next. Um, Justin. Oh, Derek. Derek. Go next. Yeah. Derek. Oh, Derek. Oh, so, um... I have continued to play Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, which continues to be uh, very, very good. I actually didn't play a lot of Radiant Dawn, the sequel, so I'm kind of excited to finish Path of Radiance and then do the save import into Radiant Dawn and actually beat that. Um, Derek, is that the one I... Is that, is that, is that the, the, that's on Game Boy Advance, right? No, Path of Radiance GameCube? is the GameCube one, and then Radiant that's Dawn okay. is the sequel for Wii. Uh, it's the one that Ike is gotcha. from. Okay. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy... Or Final, Fire Emblem, you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah! Fire Emblem... <laughs> Path of Radiance is is very good. It it continues to be my favorite of the Fire Emblem games. Um, I have also picked up on the side. Uh, I started and then beat Ace Combat Four again, uh, which was a great time. I have restarted Ace Combat Five and I'm working my way through that. And then I'm gonna play Ace Combat Zero and then I'm gonna go play Ace Combat Seven again. Um, Every time did you, you start saying Ace, I'm just like Ace Attorney. Yeah. Ace Attorney. Yeah, I do the same thing. I do the exact same thing. I can burn through the entire Ace Combat franchise far quicker than I can work through the Ace are Attorney you, trilogy. Derek, are you playing these games accompanied by the Top Gun soundtrack? No, because the soundtrack in Ace Combat is 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 a fucking banger. If you cover you up, I, if you cover up the soundtrack to the Ace Combat games. You belong in prison. You belong you in American oh, prison. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, 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 I'm confused. You don't want to shoot down Russian MIGs to the sound of playing with the boys? You don't want to shoot down Russian MIGs to the sound of fucking, I don't know, Daredevil or fucking Zero? Fucking, um, oh my no. God, Megalith, the final track for the final mission in Ace Combat 4 is... John, just, if you don't know about the Belkin War, Ace just Combat has out, some of the best soundtracks in gaming. I will not stand for this. 
I want somebody to, to do Derek going like this, but I want you to put the lips on him and the nails because that's what it reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody make it happen. Ace somebody Combat make it happen. has some of the best soundtracks in gaming, and that's on period. I am very somebody, white. Somebody, I'm somebody in chat. Somebody in chat make the magic happen. Anything yes. else? Yes, Finn, you're a good man. Um, no, uh, Fire Emblem and uh, Ace Combat for right now. Oh, oh hey, Derek. Highly enjoying your absolute terror at being stalked by a xenomorph. Yeah, through I, uh, I beat it today, and uh, the, I shared a clip. There's a clip on the channel you can look at, and so I shared it on Twitter good. of oh, of good. the most startled I ever got playing the game. Um, and it shows you all exactly how I react in real life to panic. When you put me in an immediate panic situation, the only thing I do is yell the word fuck at the top of my lungs with no change in facial expression. And you can it's watch me do that in this clip as I turn and recognize the alien is in the vent stomping directly at me and just go, fuck. That's the, that's the good. So like, it's like a funny, uh, actually a funny story about that. Uh, when you, when you sent that to me, when you sent that to me, I was uh, I was about to leave work, right? And uh, and I was like, oh, I'll play this real quick. And I and, and all of a sudden people <laughs> people have just heard fuck, and I was like, oh shit! And, uh, and like I had to turn the volume down real quick. Yeah, no, dude, it was yeah, like somebody because we don't have a lot of people in there right now, so it, it felt like it reverberated throughout the entire fucking cubicle farm. And somebody like poked their head up with their mask on. They're like, what the hell was that? And I was like, I don't know. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> Sorry, like, like you know, technically not supposed to be watching video, but about video games at work. So technically, <laughs> technically, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, John, just say it's not a video game. You're preparing for Space Force. No, I said uh, no. I said, ooh, Space Force. I could, you know what? Maybe I could join Space Force. Finns, speaking Maybe of Space not. Force. What do you play? And I, that has nothing yeah, to do with yeah, it. I was going to say, Finn, like, what are you where playing? are we going with this transition? Finn, how, how just, Finn tell okay. us what you're playing. No, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> I um, am playing Forgone, a game that uh, might pop up again later tonight. I don't know. Ooh. Sounds like a Forgone conclusion. I am, that's called some Forgone Shadowing. Um, oh, I'm also replaying Murder by Numbers, the Phoenix Wright meets Pie Cross adventure game. Because is it an actual Phoenix Wright game? No, it's just oh, very, well then, it's, it's oh, you got me all excited for a minute. Inspired. Well, if you like Phoenix Wright, then you're gonna just learn to love Pie Cross. Like, but if I like Phoenix Wright and Phoenix Wright is not in the game, then why would I care? Because if you like Phoenix Wright's gameplay and you have to accept the fact that Phoenix Wright as a game franchise is dead, then you... You shut <laughs> your... Brittany, get him. Get him, Brittany. Did you say that about Phoenix? He didn't do anything because, to you? you know Objection! Because, <laughs> yeah. because I am always wrong, and if I say it, then we'll get a new one just to spite me. I somebody somebody Mega mute Man. Miles Edgeworth over here. Oh. oh, if they ever make a new Phoenix right, they're going to have to change the voice actor because Sam Regal does not have time to do anything but critical role anymore. <laughs> he can make the time. Also, John, you're He'll my make Apollo. The time. Anyway, oh, so I've also been playing... Um... I thought you were going to say I was your judge. Oh, you'll always that be my that's, judge. That's good. You're everybody's judge. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's all I got. That's all I've been playing. It's, uh, it's, been, a light, it's been a light video game week. Oh, no, I'm dumb. About, you are dumb. I played Lucifer Within Us that just came out today. And and Saki, yes, Saki played it too. We sat net side by side and solved all the mysteries together. And it was fucking awesome. And again, if you like Phoenix Wright gameplay style, where it's solving a murder in a really cool sci-fi religious cyberpunk like setting but with timeline mechanics i don't know if you are at all intrigued about lucifer within us either a listen to our after hours for with me and peachia that we just put up or b i will be streaming the uh the first case tomorrow uh tomorrow afternoon after i get off work maybe 6 p.m ps or est so uh to answer remorse's uh question at the moment lucifer within us is only pc so I uh, I guess I'm a hypocrite after giving Jeff shit about playing on computer. Yeah, Finn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, if man. One thing I'm proud about, it's my double standards. So <laughs> Hey, you we'll, know what, we'll Finn? Live with that. Finn, it's a double standard because it's twice as true. Why are we banning Jeff? Did I miss something? Why are we banning why, Jeff? Why, why did we ban Jeff? He just we banning Jeff? No, nothing to see here. He, oh, did, he, he did what to his switch? Oh, he yeeted his switch. He yeeted? He yeeted his switch? He's, he yoded it? <laughs> he yoded it. He yoded it. I fucking hate this conversation so much. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, let's yeet this. Let's, let's, let's yeet this conversation over to Justin. Thank Justin. you. Anyway, yeet causes me physical pain. Let a man finish. If you want to know about what Hell yeah. If you want to know more about Lucifer within us, check it out. I'll be playing tomorrow and you can I'll answer all your questions because I beat it and it was awesome. And I interviewed the creator. So you can So you're biased. All right, bye. Justin, go ahead. All right. So I've been playing a few things. Um I'm still working on uh Hades. Uh that has been my nights alone at work game. Um, it's been pretty perfect for that. That's not a bad um, night alone. Not... Just saying. <laughs> I, I have not. Um... Is that, is that I a have comment not cleared about it yet. the uh, the attractive characters? <laughs> you take it, absolutely one hundred percent. I've not cleared it yet, but I'm still really enjoying that. Um, it's first roguelike I've ever really been into. Uh, really enjoying that. Still working on Resident Evil 6. Uh, I'm almost done. I know you're not enjoying it, Justin. I know. I know he's not. Oh, my God. So, remember, the last time I gave my impression of this game, I clearly wasn't liking it. It got so much worse from that (laughs) point, and I didn't think it could. Um, But I will go into detail. No. Uh, <laughs> nice. I will I will go into more detail about that once I'm totally done and can organize Appreciate my thoughts. It. But the big thing that I've been playing uh this past week is Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh we gave it away on the show last week. We got a review code. I've been working on my review. Um I'm hoping to have that out in the next couple days. Um, I am just ignoring those two while I talk. Uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, so Crash Four is very, very good, and also one of the most brutally difficult things I have you know, ever played. You know, Justin, I, you're not, you're not finished, the only person to say that. Actually, I finished it today, and I think it might be the hardest game I've actually completed. Oh, co- 
That's uh, got to be hyperbole. Come on. The hardest. I, I can't. I seriously can't think of anything Have else you played, that's comparable. Did you play Sekiro? I gave up because it was too hard. See, no, so there you go. You just literally said that, <laughs> I, that he finished. I literally that didn't finish beat. it. That, that I finished. Right. I tapped out All of Sekiro right. you, because Justin. it was too hard. All right. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I know what I said. I have probably played harder <laughs> no, games. I have not completed harder <laughs> games. Justin, I actually um, have a I, got, I have a question about Hades to jump back real quick. Okay, sure. Uh, so when I hear the term roguelike, my brain just shuts off. Like I just I just basically pass out on the floor spontaneously. <laughs> um, like is this like is this like accessible? Like, is it good enough that like someone who has no interest in that genre and has no interest in like this kind of like dying and doing the same stuff over and over again? Is it so? So that's kind of what I was like with this. Um, and a big part of it is there is kind of like almost like a you know Bioware esque relationship system with characters. So like every time you like when you go back to um, you know when you go back to the main area or you run into like certain gods and characters as you go through the levels, um, you know, you build up a relationship with them and it reveals more lore, more story stuff, more characterization stuff. And that's pretty cool. There's a really good balance also of like permanent upgrades that you get. So it doesn't feel like you're completely like bound by the random, by just the mercy of the random number generator the um you know the upgrades make sense and yeah it just it just and the core gameplay is just really fun i love the art style i love the music like it just does a lot of things really well that this genre usually does really well with just a couple little tweaks that make it a lot more compelling for somebody that usually isn't into the that genre okay, um cool. i dig it yeah the last the last I, one yeah, i played cool. i want to give quick shout out to let it die that that one was i'm not cool I'm not going to lie, Justin. So, uh, I, I got confused when you started talking real quick. And I thought you meant that there was a uh, a Mass Effect-esque Bioware relationship system in Crash Bandicoot. And I got real worried for a minute. No, I was, I was like, answering no. Jeff's question about Hades. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Yeah, no, no. I picked up on that. But I got real concerned for a minute. I was like, I... Anyway. Yeah, no, so, don't like that. Uh, so, yeah. Crash 4 is really good. I'm going to go, I had a stream the other day. You can check that out. Um, I played it probably hour, hour and a half. Uh, and I'm really glad that I wasn't as far as I was because after that, the game gets so unbelievably hard <laughs> that, that um, like it'd be the best time to watch you. Yeah, that wouldn't have, I, that wouldn't have been a fun stream. I enjoyed uh, your streams, dude. They were I, super entertaining. I, I straight up died 97 times on the last stage of Crash 4. At what part did you start um, counting, though? That's my question. Oh, it, it tells oh, you. Oh, it tells you. Worry. Oh, so it, it changes you. Track. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to go into a lot of detail about Crash 4 in my review. We might even do an After Hours as well. There's going to be a lot of Crash 4 content, content. coming. So, so for now, um, I'm just going to say I'm not usually a fan of the Crash games. I loved Crash 4. Um... It's really good. Every time. However, there's one other thing I have been playing. And my opinion on this is not going to be as positive. And that is the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War beta. Yeah. Yeah. Tell Dra me all about it. Dra I want to know. I want to know. 
guys, is real bad. <laughs> it's um so this fucking game the resignation uh, in your voice. Like, okay, so I want to preface this by saying I think the developers were just we've talked about it before on the show. I think the developers were kind of thrown to the wolves by Activision higher ups to get this game out this year because um Basically, the studio that was working on this game dissolved. uh, And then they forced Treyarch to work on this game, which means Treyarch had basically a year and a half to take what was left from the previous team team's work to get it out this year. And that's a year less than whatever project they were working on before that they were supposed to have. They were supposed to have a three-year dev cycle. And basically, Treyarch has been on this project for a year and a half. Um, they have also had multiple leads depart the studio on top of having to get this thing out on nine platforms for the launch of next gen consoles and with work from home difficulties. So I think Activision management is to be, is to blame for a lot of things. However, there's no way this game is going to be ready so so that was my question for you justin is that like obviously they're not going to delay a call of duty game they're just not going to no no and the thing is the thing is this year would have been the year to do it because it would have given them another year to kind of figure out what their cycle because also this screw like shortening by a year for this team means all the other teams get a year less because the whole point was that they had three core teams and each team would have three years to make each game that way they could continue the annual releases and still get get a full dev cycle um, so this game is likely going to ship in terrible shape. Yeah, and then the devs are going to have to keep crunching to try to fix it. They're probably they've probably been crunching like like mad already to get this out. They're probably going to have to keep crunching to fix it afterwards. Um, so I feel for the team. That said, this game's in real bad shape. So much of it is a regression from Modern Warfare. The audio, the feel of moving the characters, the feel of the weapons, like. So many things that Modern Warfare 2019 did to finally get the series up to the standard it needs to be to finally evolve are all gone. It actually looks like Brittany had a. So, it actually looks like Brittany had a question for you. Nope, just adjusting in my seat. Oh, I thought I thought you were raising your hand. <laughs> Sorry. <Nope. laughs> um. So yeah, and it's just like so much of that stuff's gone. The visuals are way worse. The performance is worse. Um, there's like this new system for score streaks that they were trying to fix stuff that wasn't broken and it doesn't work. Um, last weekend, the servers were completely borked. Like you could not, like the connections were so bad, but the big thing is, let me describe this bug to you because I've never seen shit like this. So, um, Every third match, I counted. I, I, I have experimented this over the two weekends because it's open again this weekend. Um, every third match I play, if I stay in matchmaking for three matches, when I get to that third one, my controller starts, the light bar starts flashing like crazy. It's disconnected from the console. I can't even access the UI of the console. The game's still running in the background. If I try to connect another controller, that controller does not work. Um, uh, it just flashes, and so I can't even access the UI to quit out of the game. So I have to force shut down my PS my PS4 in order to get my controllers to sync up with it again. I've never seen a game break in a way that breaks your controllers. 
but it continually happens to me in this game. So that's fun. That's impressive. Well, yeah, no, I am. It's it's rough because um, I've played a whole lot of Call of Duty alpha and betas over the years. This is rougher than when they usually had the betas in the summer. And this is and I know how like typically when they send out their betas, especially when they're a month from launch, it's pretty close to what we're going to get at launch minus some small balancing to to uh, balancing changes and performance tweaks. Um, This game's going to launch really rough. um, And I, I feel for the team. Real quick before we move on, I just want to pitch an idea. If any, um, if anyone at Activision is listening now, imagine a game that doesn't just get a sequel every year, and instead kind of becomes <laughs> an ongoing, uh, you know, live platform, and you could just release content for it every year and not throw away all the good stuff from just twelve months prior and just build on that. I don't know. That's an edge. That, that's an edgy now, concept. That's a hot take. And now imagine. They spent a year doing that with probably one of the best games in the series and had extremely good long-term support for that game. And then launched a Battle Royale like five months after that game came out that is available as a free-to-play client and is extremely successful. Yeah. And hmm, who knows? That, that might have worked. <laughs> hopefully Call of Duty launches in decent shape, but it doesn't sound like it will. Um uh, so I could have sworn, I could have sworn that Brittany had already gone. I don't know if the beer, if this super powerful beer has gone to my head it's or from just yeast. fucking losing my mind. It might be the yeast. And, and <laughs> like, you're going to say the yeast. Like, ye- it might be the, the yeast too, dude. Who fucking knows? Brittany, what have you been playing this week? Um, Not a whole lot. So Saturday I played Whispering Willows on stream. Oh, that stream was great. I loved it. Was, it. it was it's a it's a surprisingly really fun game. Um, I was surprised to like it as much as I did. Um, the noises fun. were it's really cute. scary. The voices are scary. The um, the characters even even if it looks cartoony, it's still like ooh. Um, and the story in general is, I think, um, really. It's really, well, it's good, but it's really important, and it's really, um, I don't know, it really hits home in the time of our political state right now in our yes, country. Um, so it's, like, at har- at times it's almost hard to read, and I said this on my stream, but it, at times it's almost hard to read and read through the g- gameplay and the story and the notes because it's so uncomfortable, but it's uncom- it should make you uncomfortable. Well, so. I mean, it's about the story of indigenous peoples. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah. them being and, slaughtered. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it, should, it should make you uncomfortable. It absolutely should, but, it, you know, it's just... I also, I also love that. I love Brittany that the the ambient noises were so were so weird and disturbing that you were like, I can't. It's hard to read not only because of the subject matter, because I can't see what's happening. Yeah, my favorite so, was her freaking jump scare with the the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those yeah. fucking bushes with the red pepper flakes flying in. Yeah. <laughs> red so other than that, I've been playing. Um, I played a little bit of near. So what? I play. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Blake's more near. Um, that game is like there. There's no telling where the difficulty is gonna spike, right? Because you're running around on the map and you pick up like side quests, and I'll be doing a side quest and I'm not even paying attention. I just start fighting something and I'm like, why isn't it health going down? And I'm like, oh, it's level thirty, yeah, five, and I'm like level twelve. 
<laughs> like there's no indication whatsoever like like you you should wait a little bit until you do this quest and then my stubborn ass i'm like no i've made it this far this is the last fucker i need to fight i'm gonna do it and then of course i i got like this close one time this what, close what what part of the story are you at mm, i'm not too far into the story the last thing i did is i fought a giant robot and it made a crater and the, oh yeah, yeah the big yeah. thing yeah, yeah, like yeah. the big yeah yeah, yeah i know so, exactly what you're talking about yeah so now i'm that like as soon as that happened though so many side quests popped up so i've been distracted with that i've <laughs> been playing overwatch uh the new halloween event came out so i've been doing lots of that that's a name i haven't heard in a long time i know so overwatch is my game like if you you guys have seen if you follow me on twitter i haven't had the best mental health days lately so overwatch is my game that i can just hop on and play and it just like glosses my mind over so i don't have to think like sometimes when you play games like near or ones that take a lot of brain power it just it almost makes you feel worse because like for instance i couldn't do that that quest and i was just getting so frustrated and i'm the type of person i have ocd if i don't do something the first time I immediately tell myself I shouldn't be playing this. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be playing this game. I don't know why I am. So Overwatch is kind of like my chill, like take a step back, just hang out, play, and just it's it's important to have those types of games that where you can just lean on and that you can go to when you're not having a great day. Um, I don't know what that is for you guys, but for me, it's Overwatch. So if I come on and I say I've just been playing Overwatch, that usually means I'm not having a great week and I don't have a lot of mental capacity to put into anything else. So um, I think it's important to, one, have those games, and two, if anybody else is in that boat like me, it's I hope you know it's okay. Like You don't have to be playing games consistently. You don't have to play the new games as they come out. Like If you're just not in the mood, don't do it. Just... Do what you can. Do what makes you happy. Like, don't feel pressured to grind through something or feel like you're being left behind or left out. Just do what makes you happy. So, fear that's of, my fear of missing out in games is real. Unfortunately, it's so fucking real. Yeah, that's like my biggest problem with fourteen. Um, yeah, me too. Is like I miss a week and then again OCD. I'm like I can't go back because I have way too much to catch up on. Everybody else is ahead of me, so. Um, you know, yeah, it's, I just it's was going to say like I, uh, that's how I play 14, and I love it. It's like I get like that that mental block, but I think the game's really designed in a way where, unlike Destiny, it's very easy to fall behind. I think 14, exactly. If you can if you can get over that like element of like, oh my god, I have so much to do, and just focus on like I'm just going to do what I want to do. It's it's really approachable in that way. Like you can always still do the stuff that came out a year ago and things like that. So I. I go months without playing and then it's just like kind of like a, a blanket I just cuddle up with and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this little thing here. Well, but see, I, I started playing 14 when it relaunched to like, I played the beta from the beta. I went right into um, 2.0. 2. Um, so it's like now every time I fall behind, it's like, it, it it's it's like a mental thing to me like it's hard for me to hop back on that train. Like, like when Shadowbringers came out, I was playing like consistently and then you know i kind of mm -hmm. fell off again but 
that's just that's what I've been playing and I I feel like it's important to know that like like John you saying the keeping up with games is real like it's it's good to hear somebody else say that because for the longest time I'm like am I the only one struggling with this so No, you're not. Yeah. No, it's, not at all. Mm-hmm. I I I constantly struggle with like even if even if it's like and I guess this is part of anxiety but even if it's a game that's coming out that I really have no interest in, I almost feel compelled to play it if there's a exactly. lot of hype around it. Because, exactly. like, am I supposed to like this? Am I supposed to play this? It's a big game. I'm on a gaming podcast. I'm supposed to play this and give my opinion on it. I don't want to miss out on it. Um, like, and this happens every time a Grand Theft Auto game comes out because I don't like Grand Theft Auto. I can't stand it. Like, I'm not a fan of Grand Theft Auto games. Um, but every Still time I'm going strong too. Yeah, and every time I one comes out, I'm like, but am I supposed to play it? Right. Am I supposed to play it because everybody else is playing it, and that means I should be playing it too. Um, and it even permeates into when I'm playing something on my Vita, like you know, Front Mission Three or Parasite Eve or some old you know PlayStation game or something on my Game Boy Advance, and I'm like, but other people are on their Switches right now playing new games, you know, and and it's it's something it's really hard to get over sometimes. I feel you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if this is a transition into a next topic, but I, that's kind of how I feel about the new consoles. Is yeah. Like, no, so absolutely. I'm like, really everybody's talking about this news. Should I watch this video? And I'm like, yeah. I don't really care what the PS5 layout looks like, as long as it's not terrible. Like, <laughs> so, so before we do move on to our next topic, I did. I, there was one more game I wanted to talk about very quickly. Um, excuse me. I downloaded the demo for Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory on Switch. Okay. Fire that bad boy up. And what's cool well, is that... Well, one sec, John, one sec. Where is this... Like, Kingdom Hearts, What? It, what is this game? Is this, like, Kingdom Hearts okay. 4? Okay, so, so... Real quick, like, real quick. Don't, so, don't give me the whole Kingdom Hearts story. So, so, I can't wait to see... Ju- uh, I can't wait to see Just's reaction to like what this Kingdom game Hearts actually is. is. So, the story, so the story of Kingdom Hearts starts in the first game, when Sora... Oh, no. is okay, okay, You're already no, wrong. no. Riku... And he is. Yeah, 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 you're crazy. actually wrong. Anyway, but no, I, I know I'm. No, I know. But um, <laughs> but if you know, I no, I'm not getting into birth by sleep or anything like that. Uh, but I'm talking strictly chronology of the games as they released. But having said that, uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory is a basically a theat rhythm style game, uh, set in the Kingdom Hearts universe. And the like, I love theat rhythm. I love curtain call. Um, and. Awesome. The loading screens are uh, are theater rhythm style uh, um, characters, uh, Sora and Goofy and Donald running around, and but they're drawn in the in the style of the theater rhythm games, which is which is kind of a really cool shout out. The game the the game itself is very like the gameplay is similar to theater rhythm, but it's also more involved. There's jumping. Uh, there's you are you have three characters, and some of them all have to attack at once and jump at once. Uh, that's you know like, like synchronized jump. It's a rhythm game, right, John? You haven't said that it's a rhythm Hold game on, I'm, yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> it should have been at the there. first couple words out of your um, mouth, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting. Everybody should know this is a fucking melody game or a, or a fucking rhythm game. Um, I love rhythm games. I'm absolutely going to play the fuck out of this I, game. I so so it's yes, theatrical fucking rules. It's tough. Like like it is harder than theater rhythm uh by by a by a decent amount um because there's there's more happening right like there's a lot more action rpg in this game than there is theater rhythm i mean you're you're literally you're you're still running you're running in a straight line but you're still moving and jumping and swinging your keyblade um you're just doing it in time to button prompts 
Uh, but with Sora, Donald, and Goofy, there is more going on with them individually than there are with all four of your characters in Theat Rhythm. Uh, so, so you've got to be a lot more on your toes with this game uh, than you do uh, with the uh, with you know with the Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm games. That that said, it's gorgeous. I played it on my Switch Lite. It runs a, a solid 60 frames a second. Um, it's a really good looking game. And this is actually a Canon's uh, Kingdom Hearts game. I don't know. I think it. They're all Canon. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. They shouldn't so, be. <laughs> so this is actually, this is actually like a continuation, I think, of Kingdom Hearts 3, the story after Kingdom Hearts 3, which yes. is really weird. Um, but, you know, whatever. You know, Nomura's going to do his thing. It's the most Kingdom Hearts thing in the world. It they is. followed up yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1 with a Game Boy Advance card game. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's very but, on brand for Kingdom Hearts, Nomura specifically. But um but no, it it's great. I loved it. Playing what I did, I, I played a few uh I played, you know, some Traverse Town tracks and uh you know World of Darkness. Uh but but this has become one of my most anticipated games this uh this holiday season. It it's great. I I love Kingdom Hearts, I love Final Fantasy, I love Square Enix, and I love rhythm games. Uh so, so this is this is good shit. I am very much looking for. I am a lot higher on it now than I was uh, than I was before because I wasn't sure about the concept. Uh, but it's great so far. Um, you know, so yeah, we'll see. But I think it drops November thirteenth, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's all I got on Kingdom Hearts. Unless you wanted me uh, to talk, no, please um, God, no. Whatever you're about to say, <laughs> no. Jesus, because people, people, I think don't really realize the and the because it's impossible, okay, anyway. Don't so, want to. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna stop everybody real quick because I'm gonna give away the first code of the night. Oh shit! Uh oh. Ooh. It's not so Bronson, I, right? I feel wow. like it's only fair because we did tell people we would give them away. No, Finn. No. What? No. We're know. just can you actually have codes to give away? What are you why upset about? Brittany doesn't want us to give away codes, so I guess never mind. No, that's not what I'm applying. Sorry. Well, send, yeah, right. send all your angry I tweets know. to her. I already no. know what Brittany's apprehensive about. Yeah, same. Thank you, John. So uh to remorse betrayal, uh it is foregone for the switch. We were given several codes. Um However, Brittany does not have to fear because one of the people that definitely would have won because he did, in fact, follow my instructions last week and dab brilliantly on Brittany uh, got the game independently of us. So it has been discontinued from the proceedings. So you don't have to worry about that. All right. So the first winner is drum roll, please. I don't know if they're in the chat, but uh, okay, we can. We, that's a that's a good drum roll thing. Okay. Um, I hope they're in a the chat because if they're not in the chat, they don't win. Who is it, Fed? Jesus! Oh, oh it's Lurvinar! Oh, it is Lurvinar! And I was waiting for them to respond. So the first winner of the code is Lurvinar. Don't worry if you did not win right now. We have several more to give out, and I will give one away to someone in chat that did not enter through the Twitter method. So if someone like Remorse uh, was unaware of our giveaway, this will give you a chance 
to still win one. So basically, when it comes time to that, I'm going to come up with a bullshit question. You don't know what it's going to be about. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be about yet. And the first answer that tickles me will win the code. I'm a capricious <laughs> god, and I rule by whimsy. Please continue with the show. Everybody. So, so as so as game dad, I'm going to step in here and make a ruling on this. Anybody in chat who can give the most compelling explanation as to how handsome I I really am. That is yeah, not nope. the answer. That's the no, next no. That over, Dab. In fact, if you answer that question, you forfeit the, your entry. Gets, gets the next <laughs> code. Gets the next code. So let's let let's have it. Let's have it. So, let's, I'll be waiting for that explanation in chat. So, uh, what is our first actual? So, like, we've got, we've got actual topics tonight. Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe. Um, Derek. Derek, did you want to kick us off on our on our yeah? Our uh, so let's let's start on the first actual piece of hard news, which I don't think we have a ton 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 to talk about necessarily, but I think it's worth talking about and playing the speculation game a little bit. So a little while back, prior to our last show, at least, uh, news came out that there's going to be some form of partnership between GameStop and Microsoft. And we debated bringing it up as a, as a topic at the time and everything that we had seen, everything that was in like the press releases made it look like most of that partnership was basically boring backend shit, right? That Microsoft software and, and, and business solutions were going to power GameStop as a company that they would have like surface tablets provided to the stores as like new portable registers, shit like that. Right. Um, which is not really as juicy as a lot of people would first think from hearing Microsoft and GameStop team up. Um, well, we've heard a little more since then. Uh, more specifically, it has been confirmed that GameStop will make residuals basically off of the Xbox consoles they sell. So if, if GameStop sells an Xbox system to somebody, an Xbox Series X or Series S, then they will get a tiny, tiny percent of the digital revenue from purchases made on that console. Um, I don't think it was made super clear if like subscriptions count in that on top of purchases. It should be presumed that that's probably the case, that it's just a tiny percent of all digital revenue. But basically, GameStop's getting kickbacks for selling Xboxes as part of this deal. Um, that's it's so nice that Microsoft threw them that life. <laughs> that's, I think now a very juicy topic, right? Like, because a GameStop's been in trouble y'all and GameStop, I still think is kind of in trouble, but you know, again, it is kind of a lifeline. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda Derek. Come on, yeah. man. You're but I want to, I want to actually toss this to, to Jeff who first brought the subject up. And I think, like me, has been thinking about this for a couple weeks now. So, yeah, I, I got like, um, I think it's a really good move for for both parties. Um, I see, I see the angle from it for both of them. And again, I'm really leaning into the speculation here. I don't want to get like too conspiracy theory or like too carried away. But um, so Microsoft, not too long ago, I think probably last year, announced they were going to close all of their retail stores. There weren't a ton. Um, but they did have Microsoft stores in most urban cities in North America. So they don't really have a retail footprint per se, and they don't necessarily need one. I think I'm sure they do fine 
um, with their partners like Best Buy and stuff like that. But they don't have a dedicated, um, you know, place to get Microsoft equipment. And I mean, neither does Sony or Nintendo. But um, I, I just think this is a, you know, this could be an avenue to kind of push that a little bit and push some of their products. Certainly seeing GameStop employees carry around a Surface tablet, you know, that, that doesn't hurt. Um, but it's also good for GameStop because, as we all know, like you said, they're they're not doing so good, and they their current business model. I know they keep they keep revamping it. They're trying new store concepts, but the fact is, physical media is going to die, and we're um, we're going to be moving into the digital age. We already are, and it's it's going to exponentially um, move uh, more quickly this gen. So, I think it's good for Microsoft to have a really strong retail partnership to sell their boxes and their products. And I think it's really good for GameStop to get a little bit of the digital revenue. And this is where I go a little bit crazy, but I could see a future, or I could imagine a future, I should say, where you can trade in games and systems and stuff at GameStop. And there's some sort of GameStop um, avenue on the Xbox store where maybe you can use that trade credit you can go onto your actual Xbox out of the Microsoft store and there's a section to use your, your GameStop trade credit or, um, you know, something something to that effect. I, if this relationship goes well, I could see them um, developing it further. And uh, I think that GameStop needs to find something to to really pivot to because they're, yeah, the, the way they're going is, is not going to work out. And I think from Microsoft's perspective, you know, maybe they, they don't want a, another person taking a slice of that pie from the store but in the end they're all about game pass and if they think that gamestop can sell more game pass and get more game pass subscribers they're probably going to go along with um whatever it takes to achieve that yeah i think my question here so, becomes i got i got two directions on this okay i got a question too oh okay uh well why don't y'all go first then and i can hang tight on what i've got you sure Derek? yes because you all may already get there before our I do, and I'd rather. All right, Brittany, go ahead. I was, how do you think like Sony feels about this? Do you do you That's think? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, like how is this? How how are you, how do you call yourself a game store? Right, your name is GameStop, but you you know you're you're catering more towards Xbox. Like, how is this going to affect how sales and transactions are done? How is this going to affect? You know, if somebody comes in to buy a console for their kid, like a parent who has no idea what kind of console to buy their kid, like they're going to rename it Phil Stop. So, I mean, honestly, this probably isn't all that different from like how GameStop works with a lot of other things. Like part of the reason I stopped shopping with GameStop is because they always ask me a million other things I want to like sign up for or hey do you want to buy this instead of that because they have so many of these kinds of deals in place and it's annoying as shit and i hate it so i don't buy anything from them anymore um and like it is interesting though because um you know like right now all the ads for like pre-orders and stuff are basically ps5 focused right now in a lot of game stops and clearly that's going to change but it almost reminds me of like the GameStop by where I went to college, where every single time I would try to pre-order something for PS3, they would berate me and ask me why I wasn't getting it on 360 instead, <laughs> um, including stuff that was only on PS3. So this just feels like it's going to bring back those good old days at GameStop. Yeah. So, I, so th no, Derek, please. Yeah, I was going to say, so... Um... 
I mean, I, I don't know a lot. I think it's probably safe to say that a lot of people here in our community and chat on the show have some degree of experience with retail. Like it's where a lot of people start working when they're young. Uh, I don't know how many people have experience in like modern electronics retail. I spent a long fucking time working at Best Buy. Um, and then after that, remember I worked for Nintendo, um, as a representative and as a liaison with, um, the retail chains. I can promise you one thing. I I mean, I can promise you many things, but I can promise you one thing in particular. (laughs) GameStop associates are about to have a quota of new Xbox sales in a way that they do not have for PlayStation and for Nintendo. They're going to have, you are going to have to sell three Xbox series, whatever systems per week to hit your quota. Um, you know, and of course it will be a sales target, a sales goal, whatever the fuck. It's it's a quota. I'm sorry, Derek, everybody's ever Derek, worked what retail. Was that voice? What was that voice? Sales there? goal, sales quota, I'm the customer service goal. voice. I'm the, the manager who's who's a lifelong retail manager, and I'm making excuses for why the companies are still open on Thanksgiving. But um, Jesus but anyway, um, that's that's gonna happen. Um, GameStop now has a deep financial incentive to sell Xbox platforms specifically over their competitors. Um, It's not just a matter of which system makes them the most margin on a sale. As soon as you create backend recurring revenue, you have to. Um, So I think that a lot of people are not that people fucking trust like GameStop associates in general because they're underpaid teenagers um, and gamers who aren't necessarily experts in their field. Um, They're not paid enough to be experts. They're not paid enough to be fucking experts. So it's not their fault anyway. Um, But they cannot be trusted to maintain anything resembling um, like an impartiality to their sales pitch. Uh, like you said, Justin, it's it's about to be that they're going to add pitching Xbox and Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass on top of the GameStop credit card, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, you're going to you're going to be walking in there and they're going to be like you're going to be walking in there and you're going to try to buy a PS5 and they're like, yeah. "Well, with X- Xbox C- Series X, you can uh get access to 100 price, Xbox games you, with Game yeah. With, yeah. with Game Pass. We can we can set you up with that and a Game Pass sub and then you can get 0% on on the GameStop credit card if you pay it off by this year before we charge you 50% interest. Right. right. Yeah. Like, it's be, just going to be it's just going to be that. Be, <laughs> did you work at GameStop? No, I worked at Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> That's close to, enough. To be fair, there's nothing technically immoral about any of this that's going on. It's not like GameStop is no, going to refuse No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just mocking right. how annoying They're it's going to be. They're not going to refuse to sell you a PlayStation or whatever, but they're going to have an obligation to push Xbox first. Um, and I think Wait, that's going that's to end up in a mimetic way really hurting their reputation even further. For a lot of people who are pissed at GameStop, <laughs> this is a whole other reason to bag on them. Um, and I think if you're Sony, I think, I think Brittany, you asked, um, how does Sony feel about all this? And I think you got two directions. If you're Sony, either you cut them in as well in an attempt to even the playing field and eliminate. Xbox I don't see that one happening. Why or, would you attempt to help like a dead animal on the side of the road? Sony and you do a very Sony thing 
which is kind of to play the gamers against GameStop, you know, and make it out to be some some ethics and ethics and games retail shit. Because (laughs) as much as the game (laughs) platform holders love to play up this whole like, you know, we had a representative for each of the three big companies on stage at the Game Awards. You know, Sony and Microsoft both love making them dirty hits. And there's not a much dirtier (laughs) hit than, hey, Microsoft is paying GameStop to promote their system over ours. They don't even have to frame it that way. Like, hashtag free the PS5. Yeah. I used to to do (laughs) dirty hits. You get a discount if you don't buy your PS5 at GameStop. (laughs) You get a discount on every game sold if you didn't buy it at GameStop. There's uh, just a GameStop tax thrown on every PSN purchase. I used to do dirty hits in high school with some weed and a gas mask. Well, I don't know why you would make that choice, but you could just get the clean shit. So, 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 if I've learned anything from Sony and crossplay is that they they do not play nice. They don't want to play nice. They want to do things their way, and they want people to pay for their products. Until that being said, what I think is going to yeah, happen well, with this, we'll yeah. Well, I mean, I, I really I don't, don't know. Gonna, I think they're just going to cut off their limb with GameStop. So I mean, they're not going to. Most realistic scenario is probably still that GameStop goes out of business in two years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is actually just <laughs> the most realistic <laughs> outcome. Reggie going to be out of a job again, y'all. So you go back to Papa John's or Pizza Hut or whatever it is. Now, I mean, he's not. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be fine. But well, yeah, obviously. But I, I, I've got a point to make about this. But I do want to. So, Derek, speaking, uh, you're like, so you did that voice, and people in chat said you, you need to be a voice actor. I'm not doing Solid Snake for you. No, dude, there are people in chat who have not your Solid Snake. That's fine. I'm not doing Solid Snake for. We're gonna play Metal Gear Survive, John. Do you think that the the Solid Snake's not gonna come out? Derek, Derek, just no. Derek, Derek, give him the give him the dummy thick line. The solid snake is going to come out. Doing... Wait, Brittany, have you not heard his solid snake? <laughs> Absolutely not, but I'm here no. for this innuendo. <laughs> oh, Derek. I walked into Derek. that one. I walked Derek, right you into it. it. <laughs> Derek, just one word. Colonel. Colonel. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. That's yeah. all I needed. Um, so I do, so, so there is, <laughs> Blaine's like, holy shit. Um, so, so there is, uh, so, so I, I do want to cut on this as well. Um, I, I actually think it's, see, Derek, people in chat are impressed. <laughs> um, I, I, well, I, should be. I think this is, <laughs> Derek, holy shit. Um, it's so fucking good. Um, well, one more, Derek, do a hind <laughs> No, I can't, I'll just do the <laughs> snarl. The... <sighs> <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Metal <laughs> Gear. <laughs> do the hindy. <laughs> All right. It's so, so good. This is the good part of the podcast right here. <laughs> Finn uh, is just not having it. Look at his face. <laughs> Finn's just I, jealous I, that he can't do. I Finn, love Finn. his snake. I love his snake. I'm just. Uh, Can we not say those no, words? I <laughs> love Derek. Oh snake. no! It's the oh best. no, Derek. End the podcast. It fulfills me. I'm turning red. No, no, please stop. Okay, I'm Finn, taking I love control. you. 
so I had What's a next. Uh, yeah. So, so I had a point that I wanted to make about GameStop and my, and, and Microsoft. I think I know what it was. Uh, it was um, right. I think I, I can't, I, I I'm, I've lost it completely. What's next? <laughs> I completely so if no, if anybody else has anything to <laughs> chime in on in regards to Microsoft and GameStop, no, if not, we can move on to the next thing. I agree with everything you've said. Yeah, let's let's yeah, right. let's move forward. So Justin, um, so first yes. off, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this to Justin first. There's been a lot of small pieces of news about the next gen consoles that individually as as justin put it we have not really considered big enough to talk about but now collectively as we get much closer to launch um i think there's a lot of bullet points that are worth going over and i kind of want justin if you could summarize all of these little bullet points of news and then if we excuse me we should have the time i kind of want to talk after that about what everybody sees in this console launch as in if you were to buy or even to to be gifted a playstation 5 or an xbox series x this holiday season like what would be your plans with it because i think we have maybe very differing expectations and wants out of these systems at launch um out of what is confirmed and and maybe that helps us put together an idea of how worthwhile these systems are by looking at what all six of us think. So Justin, if you'd like to go first. Sure. Um, so I'll just kind of go over, you know, some of these news pieces and then just kind of say what I'm looking forward to, to about these launches. Um, so first, first off, basically Microsoft sent out actual Xbox series X's to a whole lot of outlets and influencers, and they got to go hands on with the system uh, play a bunch of games, mostly uh, BC uh, games, um, older titles uh, running on the Xbox Series X, and and the perfor- the performance increases are really great. Um, there's some really great videos out there from like Digital Foundry and the like. Um, just much more stable frame rates, running um, much much better load times. Really great stuff um, from the Xbox Series X on the backwards compatibility front. Um, then there was also the PS5 teardown, where um, one of Sony's head engineers uh, actually took apart the PS5 and showed us what was inside of it, and Ooh. we kind of got some insight Ooh. into why it was, why it's so massive, and uh, <laughs> what's going on in there. And um, basically, it just has some really ridiculous cooling. Um, into it to make sure it's as quiet as it could uh, potentially be and run um, smoothly despite having some really high clocks. So it has a really big fan that pulls in air from both sides at once. Um, It has probably the biggest heat sink I have ever seen. And then it has actually like a liquid metal uh, as a thermal paste, which is, Something that's not really done in consumer mass-produced electronics, which is very cool. Um, Then they also finally put out their list of games that won't be compatible with the PlayStation 4 backwards compatibility. And it was a surprisingly small list. It was only 11 games, um, most of which are pretty obscure. Um, A handful of them are delisted and are kind of legendarily terrible. 
Um, a couple of the recent titles, the developers said they're already working with Sony to try to get them working. So basically for PS4 games, the vast, vast majority of people are going to be able to play them just fine on the PS5, which is great. Early this week, we finally got our first look at games running on the Xbox Series X. We actually had not been able to see anything actually running on the machine until this week. Got to look at Yakuza 7, Dirt 5. Um, they have a whole bunch of different settings, each for um, frame rate and resolution. Uh, modes that push 4K, modes that push 120 FPS, modes that pu- push 60 FPS. Um, so that's also very cool. And then today, we got to look at the PS5 UI which has a lot of um, neat features for, like, tracking trophies, um, joining your friends, doing, like, some picture-in-picture streaming, um, quick transfer between games. Uh, cool cool stuff. Uh, so that's just kind of the big, quick run over of it. Uh, yes, we also have uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales footage um, ongoing as a part of Game Informer's coverage. Um, we have Spider-Cat, who... You can ha- put on an outfit where there is a cat in your backpack wearing a Spider-Man yeah, I'm all mask, about that. and you do a finisher, and the cat will assist which you, was a dog. Uh, which is wonderful. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the big things. Um, I'm really excited about this console launch. I've been really excited for a long time. Um, I think kind of the big takeaway for me is both Sony and Microsoft are really building a lot of their features around these new SSDs and new CPUs. And we're kind of going back to this age of console immediacy that we haven't had in quite some time. Um, We've gotten to a point where, you know, game installs are large, downloads are large, switching between games is slow, uh, load times are long. These all seem to be things that Microsoft and Sony have tackled in a lot of different ways. Um, And I'm really excited just for the the user experience uh, of, you know, on top of, you know, all the new performance options and graphical features and stuff, just that smoothness and, like, direct connection to your games and stuff is going to be really cool. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I'll i say something real quick. I don't have a whole lot to say on this. Um, you know, I, I said this on Twitter a few days ago, and I'll reiterate it here. I'm, you know, I've got a PS5 coming. I'm excited for it. I'm not as hyped for this as I was for the PS4, but it's not because of anything Sony's done. It's not because of anything that, that, you know, Microsoft has done. It's because I have more options to play now in 2020 than I did in, in 2013. Like in 2013, I had a PlayStation three. So I was like, hey, fuck yeah, bring on the PS4 because it's new and I don't have anything else uh, to play. Didn't you have a Vita, um, John? I did have a Vita. Sure Vita was but, around. I mean, Vita, Vita was around, but like, Show you know, fucking respect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm disrespecting Vita. I'm sorry. So, oh God, it's a dog fest now. Don't make me. Don't make me go get Dottie in the next room. Uh, but um, but but yeah. So uh, I'm gonna have to go get my dog after this. But you know, I, I you know, I I've got my PS5 coming. It's great. I'm excited about Demon Souls. That's gonna be my launch game. Uh, obviously because everybody knows me. Uh, but if my, for example, if my PS5 is is running late. Like I'm, I think it probably will because you know these things are going to be slow to get out uh, due to demand. Um, I've got a Switch. I'll have Kingdom Hearts and Age of Calamity. I've got a powerful new PC now that I'm starting to dip my toe into. Um, you know, I've got my Game Boy Advance. I've got my Vita that I, you know, hacked 
and put some stuff on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I've, I've got a lot more options to play now than I did in 2013. So when I say that I'm not as hyped as I was in 2013, it's not because I'm not excited. It's because I have other games to preoccupy, you know, to occupy my time. And if I have to wait, I can wait. It's not that big of a deal this time around. Yeah. I mean, I'll go next. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, John. Like there's, I mean, we'll talk about, you know, what's better about games in 2020 and what's worse than, than maybe 10 or 20 years ago. But I, I, I say pretty much every year gaming has never been better. There's never been more games. There's never been games as good as we're getting right now. There's never been um, as many different ways to play games. So, you know, whether it's phone or game pass or, you know, any of your consoles or your PC and stuff like that, there's whatever you want to pay, whatever kind of game you want to play. There's, there's great choices. So I'm with you on that. Um, you know, the, a new console is just kind of one extra thing, one extra option right. on top of all the great options we already have. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm mostly a PC gamer. So for me, we talked about FOMO earlier on the show, and I, I quite often ask myself, like, why the hell am I getting these new consoles? Like, uh, I think I'm definitely more excited for the PS5. Um, just, you know, um, you know, obviously because I can play all my Xbox stuff on my on my computer for the most part. And um, I do have a... A decent library of PS4 games. I never got a chance to try Ghost of Tsushima, so like playing that on PS5 would be pretty cool. Definitely really excited for Demon Souls and to replay Spider-Man and Miles Morales. There's, I think Sony definitely for me has the more compelling um, a lineup. Uh, it's not to discount what Microsoft's doing with their backwards compatibility and stuff, but I, because I'm a fucking idiot, uh, even though I just I'm getting billed for a $700 garage door. You're this not week, an idiot. Uh, I still have both consoles ordered, and I really don't need an Xbox. So you know, I opted for the Series S, and uh, I'm definitely I have an I had an Xbox One for a little bit, so I've got a little bit of a library there. Um, I've got Rare Replay, uh, like Forza Horizon 2 and stuff like that. So I got some old games I want to like dive back into and just some comfort food uh, enjoy again that I haven't been able to. Um, but I have a, I don't want to go too far off topic here. I got a little bit of anxiety about my Series S. Um, uh, you know, we, we got a look at the Destiny 2 kind of specs, um, just like how it's going to look and run on Series S. And so the Series S is cheaper, but Microsoft is still pushing it as a true next-gen system, um, you know, targeting 1440p and all that stuff. I don't know going to the tech specs, but... Just the, what we've seen of the game so far, I'm worried about the Series S. I'm worried about how it's going to hold up in three or four years. And so I got a little bit of anxiety over my shiny new box. And that's um, that's kind of dampening my spirits a little bit. I hope it's just kind of transition jitters and maybe, you know, everything's a little bit rushed, coming in a little bit hot this fall and stuff like that. And, uh, I, I hope that it doesn't end up being a, um, you know, an Xbox Series, Xbox One S or original Xbox One, where we're, we're seeing games just really struggle to, to run it like, 20 30 fps and 900p and stuff like that but um yeah no i'm i'm excited for both systems who's going next i'll go next so i think the difference between sony and microsoft is is i think sony has the bigger um exclusive games um whereas xbox they don't have as much but i think they're really rocking it as far as getting the most out of your monthly subscription with game pass whereas playstation isn't really so that that's where i'm at right now and um it's still not so the game pass isn't enough to make me move from playstation to xbox because i started on 360 that was my jam that was like my console of choice 
And then when PS4 and Xbox, came, the new Xbox came out, Xbox One, I moved to PS4. And now that I have a PS5 pre-ordered, but I don't have an, a new Xbox pre-ordered. And it's just, there's not enough to make me want to go back to Xbox. They have, like, I have friends that play Xbox, but that's that's really it. Like, the fact that they have such a great monthly subscription isn't enough to keep me going back. You know, keep it like... If you're going to have a new console, I don't think your biggest selling point should be old games that you can play on our console. It should be promoting the new stuff that you can play. Um, so that, that's my big takeaway on it, is I haven't seen enough to make that transition to Xbox. Back to, I should say. Yeah. Um, I guess I can go. Uh, I definitely have what will probably be the most cynical take on the show, admittedly, which is not to say that I'm I'm right and everyone else is wrong. I know Dottie's so good. Yeah. Um, but I don't see what the point is in either system right now. Like at I, all. I'm, I agree. I mean, I agree. there is one, one big exclusive to next generation systems in that launch window it's demon souls oh. demon souls i mean we're talking launch window right i mean obviously over time there will be more games that are and it'll switch over to being exclusive but like this is a really rough we joke every new system about the cross gen kind of phase but it's not even cross gen there's one there's one big exclusive between Sony and Microsoft both, and it's Demon's Souls. Everything else is cross-gen games. It's upgrades of previous-gen games. It's backwards compatibility. And, like, I think it is a much harder sell, for me at least, and for a lot of other people, for sure, um, to say, hey, buy this $500 system so that Monster Hunter World runs prettier. Like... Don't get me Thank wrong. You. I do want Monster Hunter World to run prettier, but like Derek, aren't you buying like an eight hundred dollar GPU so you can run Monster Hunter World prettier? I don't have Monster Hunter World on PC because I didn't want to buy the game <laughs> twice. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just I, I just wanted to check because yeah, I no, know you fair. called that game. We just wanted to see how those. Double I love Monster Hunter. Up. I am a sucker for the franchise. <laughs> but um, here's the thing, and I will defend this on PC gaming which is uh, a graphics card is a better long-term investment than a console. And you get a whole lot more. I have, so here's the deal. If you buy a PS5, you can get to play some PS4 games slightly bumped up, right? My RTX 3080 is going to outperform your PS5 and your Xbox Series X the entire do you, generation. Do you have it yet? I have orders on two different I have orders on two different sites. I have orders on two different sites and I'm waiting to see which one ships first so that I can cancel the other and if I can get another order in before either of those ships I will cancel both of them. I'm going to get me a 3080. Give me one. Mm -hmm. You son of a bitch. Well, one of them's Tiger Direct which I told you about. Um so which fucking Tiger Direct. Look, look, Tiger Direct is legit. Um, it is, but let's like early 2000s. I know, shit. right? <laughs> but look, here's the deal, okay? My 3080, I don't mean to be a PC gaming guy, but like, let's be, and honestly, it's crazy that I'm buying a 3080. A lot of people don't need a 3080. A lot of people would be perfectly happy with a 3070, which is the same price. A 3070 
is going to outperform the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 through the entire generation. And it's not just going to do that with new games. It's going to do that with old games dating back to as far back as forever, right? Not just back to 2014 when the PS4 started. And Xbox is a little better because Xbox goes back to Xbox, not just Xbox One, but also Xbox 360 and Xbox One. We'll get on Microsoft <laughs> later. But, um, but... It's it's not that it's a bad thing. There's a cross gen. It's it's good to phase people in, but for me, I have no point in buying a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series X because um, one there's one game I can't play right now, and that's that's Demon Souls. Even Miles Morales, right, is coming out on PS4. Yep. Yeah, it is so. We had to so, dig yeah. for that info, but we found it. Yeah, and you know what? My 3080 is going to let me play games at 4K and 120 FPS, and I'm guaranteeing you Xbox Series X ain't going to fucking do that. Sure. So, I don't know. Avengers for Jeff wasn't working, and that, that sounds yeah, like Yeah, oh, my game can run at such a high frame rate. I've such a high never resolution. had... Oh, it crashed again. I don't think I don't have to the last hour of gameplay? I've oh, never had guys, those issues. I've waiting on I've, me for the rain, but I need to dig into... I've my uh, my my files and see what I need to. Tweak. Here's the thing. Maybe I need to rename this readme. First off, first off, this is not the 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 fucking uh, dunk that you guys think it is. Because, this is how SDGC yes, ends. PC gaming is not for everybody. Uh, but I do want to remind you all that I built my first PC when I was five years old, and I am your producer, the guy who sits around teaching everybody everything about tech. Mm-hmm. PC gaming problems are effortless for me. So it's not even a barrier. I've never had the issues other people complain about. For a minute, minute, I thought Avengers are your fault. I'm aware of that. Everything is my fault. I've learned that. Hey, Finn, I wanted to ask you, how many uh, next-gen consoles were you actually able to order? Oh, wow. I froze. I don't know yeah. what you said. But even I'm if I don't froze. get a 3080, <laughs> guess what? I'm yeah, still going to... Even yeah, if, even if I never get... He said, yes. he said Repeat the question. Jeff, you go. How many next-gen consoles were you able to order? Uh, both of them now. Boom. What the fuck? <laughs> you really you <laughs> oh, God, that feels so good. Here's the thing, y'all. If I don't, if I don't buy a new graphics card, my six-year-old ni- oh, GTX 970, Holy shit. my six-year-old it, graphics card, my six-year-old $300 at the time graphics card is still going to be running Xbox Series X exclusive games on PC. Oh I'm God. just throwing that out there. I don't even have to upgrade. Oh, I do it because I have going. brain worms. <laughs> I just want to have an episode where we drink a lot and we just fucking <laughs> yeah. De- I mean, Derek, I, fucking rip into I do, each I do. Other. And all that fucking complaining and whining. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys playing next gen. I didn't get anything. Oh, enjoy the game. <laughs> I got two. I got two PS5, so I'm I'm good. But but look, if you I'm if stuck. you're getting a system and it's not gonna f- put you in a financial hole, like you're being responsible about it then I don't give a shit. Play the same games prettier. That's all I'm going to do. 90%. No, wait. I'm waiting on my 3080. Play what you want to play. I'm waiting on my 3080 so I can play Final Fantasy 15 again. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm just saying that, like, for me, 
it's a much smaller back. And part of that's because I'm just not as invested in PlayStation's infrastructure. I have a small shelf of PlayStation games and none of them are such lookers that I need to see what they look like on PlayStation five. So, you know, if you had a whole lot more PS five games, that might be a bigger deal for you. Like re like showing games that are already out on a new console doesn't really interest me anyway, because like, I'm not the type of person to just go back and replay games because they were so good. Like I already have enough time, like keeping up with the shit that releases as is. I'm not going to go back and keep replaying shit. Like I don't have time for it. My backlog. Yeah. Derek contrast to that. Like if you go into my library and include like all the PlayStation plus games and stuff, I've like 350 PS4 games. Right. It's a very so, different you know, story for you. Like it's a very different situation for somebody like me <laughs> than it is. And especially, Especially if you're somebody with a PC, right? Yeah. Because, like, Game Pass is on PC. Uh, Microsoft puts all the Xbox games. I don't even want to look at my PC. Steam library. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> I think the ecosystem's an interesting angle here. Like, you know, Brittany mentioned not really feeling the need to get an Xbox, even though they're doing all this Game Pass stuff. Like, uh, it's just really going to be hard with all the um, cross gen and extended support and backwards compatibility now. I really don't see anything shifting much. Like, Hard to argue that PlayStation is probably still going to come out on top, and obviously Microsoft doesn't care. They don't uh, have like, to because they're going to make bank yeah. when Halo comes yeah. out. Why would yeah. you switch? Like, why Whenever would you switch at this point when you've got no, like, I, Justin I think, 400 games? I think I think how it's going to pan out is there's going to be a lot more cross like ownership between Xbox and PlayStation. I think well, more so than it than it will be yeah, like yeah more people like people drop PlayStation to get an Xbox. I think a lot of people like I've set, I'm going to probably get a series S down the line just so I can play the Xbox games that I'm going to miss out on, on, on PS5. I love, like, I love how we talk about Xbox and Sony like week after week. And then Nintendo's just off over here, like doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Nintendo's <laughs> not even like, I did honestly, <laughs> dude, Nintendo's not even sweating. Like, I'm, like, selling hey, I'm paying $60, like, I'm paying $60 for Pikmin man. 3 again. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I, dude, I will, I will happily drop, uh, I will happily drop 60 bucks for Pikmin 3 on Switch. Why? Because yeah, Pikmin, Pikmin sucked. is, because you suck. Fuck you. Um, so, but, uh, wow. They're, they're like, oh, we're going, we have two console genera- uh, systems coming out we're- to compete with. Here's Pikmin 3. Fuck, it doesn't matter. Pikmin 3 is better than anything on Xbox One. That is a lie. Okay, okay, yes. You got, no, Ori, fuck you. Okay, anyway. Ori's fine. I I have a new Zelda moose, so. Finn. Okay, thanks. We have more codes to give out, y'all. Let Finn talk. Also, we have more codes to give out. Actually, I'll give out a code before I go. That way we have, so the next winner, let me pull it back up. Um... Also, I just never cared for the Pikmin franchise. It never did anything for me. Oh it's God, like Animal Crossing. Stop it. Finn. It's okay. It's fine. Finn, give it's the code. Fine. I'm giving the code. I got to find the winner. Listen, I'll say what I've said every single time I've been on this podcast. Nintendo's fine. Animal yeah. Crossing made them fine. They're, you still yeah. can't walk into a store and find a Switch console. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't recognize this person. So if they're in chat, uh, Sorry, let me know Bronson. if your name is different. Uh, is there a at Doc Coyote up in this up in this piece? At Doc Coyote. This is where Bronson tries to convince you. Like, yeah, look at that. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> yep, there <laughs> he is. Bronson. 
Of course. Of course it's Bronson. If Doc underscore Coyote is not in chat, then we should we need to pick another winner who is not Bronson. I will. I will. Uh, but I'm also going to give this Doc person their, their code on the Twitter. So I don't know if this person is in the chat. Um, I'm going to, before I, I waste my time, I'm going to type it in real quick. Oh, oh, my goodness. They are maybe, at least they pop up. Is there a sunlight scrub? Yep. Yeah. His house? yeah, they're in chat. Yeah. Sunlight yeah. scrub. Yo, yes, there he is. Scrub. Bronson's like, right. yeah, that's me. Okay. <laughs> Both of these. So, Logged um, in on my phone I'm, and my PC and two different accounts. I, I just have to say, shout out to Saki for getting me a play, my PlayStation 5 pre-order because I had given up hope. Aww. And then she fucking swooped in like the angel that she is Aww. and was like, and not only did I find it for you, but I just got my settlement for my car accident last year and I bought it for oh, you. Oh, finally. She is best wife up in the house and, and she's and got good shout outs for that and then you used it to throw up double freedom rockets at jeff i like, know i was holding on to so freedom. <laughs> <laughs> well if there's one that, thing americans uh, are good at it's launching freedom rockets at other countries so yeah ooh. True. Ooh. ooh solid, oh, that was solid. Good. all right so uh now back to my um very specific next gen um thought is because i'm very weird in that i love so many older games and yet the amount of time i go back to them is very slim like i still own my ps3 fat launch backwards compatible one hey, and hey, not, hey, not, not once it. not once in the entirety of the playstation 3's life cycle PS3 did i ever BW. put in a ps1 or two uh, game. I never did backwards compatibility once. Uh, my Xbox One has never had a 360 original Xbox game popped in. I it just it's not what I do. I don't. That doesn't affect me. So the backwards compatibility argument is kind of moot for me. Uh, what I care about is I will be getting both because I think Xbox with Game Pass has the best value, and I See? think eventually it will pop up. But the PlayStation 5 is the one I'm most excited about for a variety of reasons. No, primarily, it's the games. That's why we buy these consoles. And, it's, uh, and, and PlayStation is still home to the bigger genres I personally care about. Uh, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, cool. I like Japanese RPGs. Yeah. And so the house that Final Fantasy built yeah. is going real hard. Honestly, on dude, Finn, Finn, the minute I found out, the minute I saw exclusive to PlayStation, I was like, well, that cements my decision. <laughs> like, it's not only Final there Fantasy we go. 16, but it's also that upcoming Project Athea, whatever that is. Yeah. When it's also so Final Fantasy, it's Final Fantasy 14, which is going to be day and yeah. date available to play on PS5. And, you know, that's not coming to Xbox. And that's one of my most played games right now. Uh, and, 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 I think 14 actually is going to be coming to Xbox. I think they have announced that. I don't think they have. It's, it's like been up in the air for quite Phil, some time. Phil announced it, and they literally haven't addressed it since, and that was like a year ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, so Final Fantasy 16 Project Athey, you know whenever Final Fantasy 7 uh, Part 2 comes out, it'll most likely have the same one-year console 
like window. So it's like these, those are the games I prefer that I care about. And then you factor in, I love platformers. So the fact that I'm getting Ratchet and Clank, a new Sackboy platforming game, built in Astrobot, and who knows what's coming next. And no matter how tired the cliche gets about Sony's first party cinematic third person sad dad games, fucking into my vein. That is my jam. And you give me new entries, and I don't care what amount of franchises. You should have seen. During that event where uh, I recorded it, Saki's face, when they announced just the tagline of God of War Ragnarok, she shot that bolt right up, looked at me and said, did you know about this? And screamed and went, ah. And she, so that's (laughs) super exciting. And then Bug Snacks. Don't care. That's the first game I'm going to play on. I still have no fucking idea what that even is. Doesn't matter. Does it matter? We're talking about Bug Snacks. So we are I'm, talking uh, about it. And then and then it's like it's like Derek said, I am most of the games I play will just be prettier versions of games that would have run on PlayStation 4. But if there's anything video games have taught me, it's that whenever cross-gen games come out, if you're stuck playing it on the older system, it feels like it. I remember <laughs> looking back at footage of Watch Dogs 1 on PlayStation 3 versus the PlayStation 4. Or who can remember the PS2 version of Gun? when the 360 version came out. Also, no one remembers Gun, so bad example. My point is, if you have the ability to play it on the newer hardware, I the, the cross-gen thing doesn't bother me. It's like, when Horizon Forbidden West comes out, do you really think it's not going to be pushing the PlayStation 5 really nicely, and then the PlayStation 4, it's going to be lucky they fit it onto that? Like, there's going to be obvious gaps and I just, I, I don't, the, the cross-gen thing, to me, it's next-gen, baby. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just really excited for the PlayStation 5 because the genres I primarily care about and love the most are popping up on PlayStation either first or only. And then Xbox, the other the games that might pop up that I care about, I have Game Pass, so I won't have to actually buy anything else. I just have a subscription I pretend I don't notice gets deducted from my account each month. And that's how... <laughs> xbox has pretty much been this generation but ever since game pass came out i just kind of forget about it until i see an update oh this got added to game pass okay i'll give it a shot and then i buy it on playstation if i like it <laughs> i just that's where i and, and it's, it's, well it's, it's it's also i don't yeah. know if i'm weird i probably am but has anyone else like started a franchise on one system oh definitely just, definitely oh keep, yep i'm the same way i'm the same way you have to keep the family <laughs> together so xbox can tout yakuza 7 coming to xbox series x all they want i have yakuza zero through everything on a playstation console seven ain't skipping town it's coming to daddy <laughs> i'm getting it on ps4 and it's gonna have a ps5 free upgrade so i'm just gonna play it i don't care Yakuza isn't really the the console defining like thing. It's not gonna be that big a difference. I don't know. My point is, when it comes to certain games, I'm not gonna jump ship and get one game over here while the bulk of the other family sits over here. It's just not not how I roll. Uh, and that's next gen for me. I'm excited for it because I, I love the the new factor. I, I love just getting into the hype and just losing myself in just a new experience. And uh, and I'm just really excited for PS5 because there's already a long list of games that Saki has been really into. And one of my favorite things we've ever done is play a game together. And so I'm just uh, looking forward to more of that in my future. So, so we, that's all we, I got. We are uh, we're, we're we're past our time here. Um, did anybody else have anything that 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 they wanted to mention um, before we start wrapping it up here? 
I had one question. Is anyone going to hug their PS5 like those Burger King winners? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, oh. absolutely. Who's going to be the first person to lick their new console? Hug why that is it I mean, I'm going to... I'm gonna... We're not doing that. Oh, we're all doing a licking the PS5 episode. Okay. For sure. uh, we... I can feel that this, this episode's ending, and I have to do what I promised. I have a random question for a final winner in chat. And okay. it's not going to be silly or dumb. I think because Brittany puts up with all of my shit with dabbing and puns and both. The first person in chat to tell us why Brittany is the best new member of SDGC will win a code for Foregone Switch. So sweet. It doesn't make up How for it. Nobody you. puts he anything. Nobody puts Wow, chat went down. Oh, <laughs> right? No. What? Well, Sarah says Brittany Sarah went first. has good taste. Unless you count Bronson saying that it's the liquid metal, hey, which... Sa- where's Sarah in chat? It's the cog shrimp, right? Bronson never counts, so he's just... Yeah, that's just, Sarah. He's, yeah. She brings new perspective to the no, discussion. Um, so Brittany actually has good taste. She brings she the sass. She understands SH4 is the <laughs> Brittany's, best. Brittany's cool and nice. I quit. <laughs> Brittany is cool and nice, though. Brittany I will say is that. cool and nice. I she does bring the sass. The liquid metal. What does that have to do with Britney? Plus, she's the, she's the smartest of the lot. Mm. He's saying I'm a Terminator. Man. You know um, what? I, I I can't argue with Pillnock. New new perspectives and smartest of the lot. All right, fine. Give it to Pillnock. Pillnock gets it. More like <laughs> she has big. Lurvenar, why are you entering? You already want a code. <laughs> I'm tired. And I want to go to bed. Damn it! Just give it to Pillnock. All right, Pillnock gets it. Uh, Pillnock, do you have a switch? We've got to end the show. <laughs> we should check. Does Pillnock have a switch? Okay, she just wanted she to does. compliment. She, no, Brit. no, she's, she's got a switch. Okay, but she just gave it up. All right, there's no. a game called Foregone. It's very similar in gameplay style to Dead Cells, but instead of yeah. a roguelike, it is a uh, story-based game. Um, so if All right, let's go to Pillnock. All right. But Pillnock, so, if you don't want the, it, DM me, right. and we'll move on. But it's going to Pillnock. So, uh, some real quick housekeeping here. Um, Brittany and myself are going to be streaming. Uh, uh, what it's a uh, Phasmagoria, or Phantasmagoria on yes. uh, on PC. Oh, I got to download that. Phasmophobia. That's what it is. I, why did I say Phantasmagoria? Yeah, Phasmophobia. I keep saying on, the same shit. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I I do it. Yeah. Um, we're going to be streaming that this Saturday evening, I think, Britt. Is that the, that's 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 so. the plan? Yeah. Yeah. So we could do it. So it's going to be nighttime. It's going to be all spooky. Yeah. Um, I am definitely not streaming bronze phobia. Well, I've got a severe case of bronze bronze phobia. Everybody um, has a severe case. Everybody's of got bronze phobia. <laughs> like at PAX West, at PAX East this past year, I could definitely when he was there, I felt my bronze phobia uh, acting up really bad. Um, but we're going to be streaming that on Saturday. Uh, we've also got Extra Life coming up. I'm going to be traveling to Derek's location. And we're going to be streaming uh, Metal Gear Survive and uh, Left Alive. And Left Alive is going to be especially painful for me because I love the fr- the front mission or the front mission franchise. And this is kind of how it ends uh, for front mission. <laughs> and so not not a fan of that. We're getting more um, of Derek Solid Snake. Yeah, we're going to be getting sure, more Derek. For sure. For sure. Yeah, you should have said it like Solid Snake, though. You should have said for sure like Solid Snake. Mm. I'm, just th- I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, for sure. 
that guy you're way too good at that um and uh we've also uh as far as uh recording stuff uh happened we got some more uh um sdgc after hour stuff coming up for you uh that we're really excited about uh we've got a bunch of reviews that are uh, jeff is playing something for review uh justin's crash review just uh just dropped um who uh who else is it, it has not dropped yet john oh, i, I have not it had recorded dropped. it yet oh I, thought, um, oh I was thinking of your stream i'm tired I swear to God, I'm gonna um, my stream's out a lot of content coming that's yeah uh, we got a ton of content coming uh and of course Brittany uh is going to be streaming uh amnesia the new amnesia game on uh i think i guess uh, october 19th is when we get the code so yes we'll be streaming it that night yeah so i will be there because Brittany doesn't want to do it alone i don't uh, want to be by myself <laughs> and uh does does anybody have uh anything else before we sign off here no Nothing we need to go ever. we need oh, to go 11 yeah, minutes go. ago <laughs> very tired all right everybody take care of yourselves we will see you next week we will see you in the discord don't forget we do have a discord you can uh it's at the top of our I'll do it. uh official yep there we go let's get an ipod out there and we've also got a patreon uh that uh, you know, we don't gate any of our content <laughs> but whenever uh whenever conventions come back um if you want to help us get there and uh so we can provide you with the gaming content that you know uh that we know you love and, and expect from us uh, feel free to hit us up there and drop us a few dollars. That helps us out. Take care of each other. We will see you. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, remember, kindness costs nothing. Take care of each other. Bye bye.